When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, Wes Blankenship here from Dogs HQ. Live instant reactions from Sanford Stadium. After G-Day, I wanted to just offer up my instant reactions to what happened in the game today. Uh, First off, I will read some stats for you. Now everyone wants to see, got him right here. I know everyone wants to see uh, how everyone did, how the quarterbacks did, so on and so forth. So I will go down the list here. Uh, For Georgia's quarterbacks, Stetson Bennett went, uh, what was he? 15 of 35, 273 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And Carson Beck, his main competitor, was 13 to 21, 246 yards, uh, no touchdowns. Did have a 60-yard long completion. Uh, Brock Vandergriff, 8 of 19, 86 yards. Uh, he did have 45 rushing yards, however. So uh, some interesting stats there from Georgia's quarterbacks. We just heard from Kirby Smart, uh, his postgame remarks were basically that he doesn't really care about stats when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, In spring games, he looks at decision-making. And when you think about decision-making, I would argue that, you know, maybe Stetson made some worse decisions or certainly had to pay for his decisions more than Beck did uh, with the the interceptions. The bigger story to me, everyone's going to focus on the quarterbacks. Uh, That's just how it goes at Georgia. That's how spring games go. You want to focus on the backup quarterback. The backup quarterback is always the most popular guy on the team uh, when the starter isn't a Heisman Trophy winner. However, the biggest story to me was Arik Gilbert. And that dude had himself a day. Just a tremendous story coming back um, after transferring from LSU, trying to get himself – healthy again physically trying to get himself healthy mentally and he had a couple touchdowns today uh one of them was a really impressive catch go back and watch it if you can uh where it looked like Stetson Bennett was throwing the ball away out of the back of the end zone and Gilbert reaches down and catches it off of the top of his shoelaces um so Gilbert uh, Kirby Smart also spoke about him just about how impressed he was with his uh recovery uh, his comeback, but also pointed out that he missed some opportunities today. Uh, he had some missed blocks in the run game. So just as impressive as he was in the passing game, it seems as if he still has a ways to go, and that's what Kirby said as well. But uh, for me, the thing that Kirby told me that, that really tells me the most about spring, about how Georgia's spring went, and I'm going to write about it this evening, Early in these spring practice sessions, Kirby told us 
that the spring was the time for this team to give itself an identity and figure out what its identity was. And I asked Kirby in his uh, post-game press conference today, I said, do you have an idea now of what Georgia's identity is? G-Day's complete. He had 15 practices down. And he said that they're creeping towards it. And he told me that one particular thing happened in Georgia's spring practices that showed him what this identity could be. And he said that he was surprised by the amount of leadership that's already on display by this group. And he told me that the grit of this team is an early trait of what he feels like its personality, its identity could be. We're creeping on it. There was there was some really good accountability in terms of holding each other accountable in the spring that I was shocked by. That I was like, man, there's gonna be void leadership. How can we create leadership opportunities? And from the day one, they were pushing each other, they were cheering each other on the sideline. I'm like, man, it's almost like they wanted to emulate those other guys. And I'm talking about from a leadership standpoint now. They can't emulate what some of those guys do on the field. They can emulate the standard though. And I thought they really did that. For 14 of the 15 practices, man, I was like, dude, they had a great attitude. They worked really hard today. We made it tough and they, and they did it. So we're gonna have to have a, a little different personality. We're gonna have to have some grit, some toughness because it won't just be talent. Like we, we were really talented uh, last year. And not that we're not talented now, but we're gonna have to you know, win in different ways. Because there was a lot of talent on the national championship winning team that's obviously about to get drafted by NFL teams here in a couple weeks. But the grit, the leadership of this team is what he says he likes the most. And I spoke with some of Georgia's players as well. Uh, Kiaris Jackson, Warren McClendon both told me the same thing. They said that there was a, a practice during Georgia's spring where the team didn't bring its A game. They were a little slow. They were dragging. They were tired. And I remember Kirby talking that Tuesday night uh, about how he wasn't impressed with, with their effort. And the fact that uh, the seniors on the team decided to gather together and bring the, bring the team into a meeting and say, hey, guys, this isn't going to cut it. We got to practice better than this. The big example I always say is, I want to say like the second week of practice of spring was probably one of our worst practices all spring, that Tuesday practice. But that next day, like we didn't, we didn't let one practice define us. And that's when we came together as a leadership. I mean, I spoke after that Tuesday practice. And ever since that day, it's like been nothing but full go, like full thought of guys getting better. And once you have that, once you have that type of leadership on your team, like it, it separates you than more than anything. And, once you continue doing it over, like the consistency of being a leader, not only being a vocal leader, but leading by example as well. I mean, the only thing you're doing is putting guys in a position to be successful. I mean, last year, we, we went to the national championship. We know what it takes to get there, and we're trying to do it again this year. I mean, that, that's the kind of thing I normally hear about after a game. You normally hear the senior leadership come to Jesus meeting after a game. Well, this was a practice. I'm starting to sound like Allen Iverson. But this was practice they were talking about practice and they got the guys together and they said that practice is not how we need to play that's not how we can carry ourselves here at georgia and after that 
That is when Kirby started to see the leadership of the team. That is when Kirby started to identify the grit of this team. And I think it's going to be the story of this spring, and I think it's going to be the story of the team next season. Will they have the talent that they had this past season? Uh, maybe they'll have it, but it'll be a lot more raw. It won't be as experienced, right? But they have grit, and they have leaders on this team. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I will leave you with one more thing. I'll, I'll submit this to you. Carson Beck did have a better day than Stetson Bennett. He played better than him. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, but there's a reason why Stetson had more touchdowns than Carson Beck. Stetson Bennett knows how this offense is run. He's faced live bullets, and he's led his team to a national championship. So we. Trying to get him to wave to me. He didn't see me. Uh, Stetson Bennett can still lead this team. Kirby Smart said that Stetson Bennett is still this team's quarterback. And he said that he doesn't need to announce a starter for that reason. He said that the team knows that Stetson is the guy. So take that away from Georgia's G-Day, that Stetson Bennett is still Georgia's starting quarterback. Wait for this fall to think that there's a controversy or a competition, uh, because there may be one then. But as of right now, as G-Day is done, and as Georgia's finished its 15th practice of the season, of the spring season, Stetson Bennett is still the guy. Uh, let's see. Do y'all have any questions? Anybody, anybody watching have any questions for me? Live on Facebook. Can you wave to the? You wave to him. He didn't, he didn't want to wave. Uh, does anyone have any questions? Um, let's see some other stats. Georgia's running game. If you're wondering why the uh, running backs didn't top, let's see the the most rushing yards Georgia had. Kenny McIntosh had 25 yards rushing. Uh, Kendall Milton had 14 yards rushing. Dejan Edwards had 29 yards rushing and two touchdowns. It's not a big day for the running backs uh, at G-Day. It's designed to be a big passing day, big passing attack day. Uh, Jared Zirkel, by the way, kicks the game winner for the black team. Jay-Z. So, let's see. That's really all I got as far as the standout moments from today. Georgia's D-line, you know, a lot of Georgia's defense is, is really thin on depth. Uh, but I thought they, they did a good job with their replacements. Um, Ty Ingram Dawkins, number 93 on the D-line. I, I don't think he's going to be a starter for Georgia. 
Uh, Tramiel Walthour probably will start in his spot, but I thought he filled in pretty well. Um, I really like the fact that he's from South Carolina and wears the number 93 kind of as a hat tip uh, to Richard Seymour, which is really cool. Um, oh, the other, the third story, I guess, Arik Gilbert is story number two. The tight end group as a whole is story number three for me. Oscar Delp, the freshman early enrollee, Georgia's tight end depth is just, think about the deepest thing in the ocean. Think about the, you know, you, you've seen those pictures of those like microscopic glow-in-the-dark fish. You know how, how deep that is in the ocean. I think that's about an accurate representation about uh, how deep Georgia's tight end room is. All right, uh, Chad Cruz, why don't you talk about Bet going against the number two defense instead of uh, winning against the number one defense? That's a fair point. Um, I still think that in a vacuum, though, regardless of who was there, regardless of who the personnel was, uh, Kirby's talked about Stetson having to eliminate some boneheaded decision-making, and I think Stetson still threw it into some tight coverage that he shouldn't have. Um, but both guys missed opportunities. Um, Beck has the cannon. You know, Beck had that 60-yard bomb to start the game to Arian Smith, I believe it was. Um, that's not really Stetson's bag. But, like I also pointed out, Stetson has the rhythm and the experience of knowing where guys are going to be. There's a play where, you know, I saw things start to break down, and he, he just, in, in the last second he could, before getting touched, he can't actually get sacked in the spring game, uh, just found um, Marcus Roseby Jackson across the middle. And that, that's the kind of throw that I don't know if Beck is going to make because he doesn't have that feel. I'm not saying he can't make it. I'm just saying, like, Stetson felt it in his bones stood up in the pocket and delivered it. Uh, and Beck looked smooth today, but I do feel like a lot of his connections were when things were there for him wide open. I'll have to go back and watch the game again, uh, you know, to, to really get an accurate depiction of that. But I felt like Bennett had a better feel for the game, even though he made some worse decisions, if that, if that makes sense. Uh, Georgia provided us with the history of G-Day. Does anyone know when the first G-Day took place? If anyone can tell me when the first G-Day took place, I'll give you a free uh, month to Dogs HQ premium. But you can't look it up. You have one minute. You have to answer that question within one minute. If you can answer within one minute of when Georgia's first G-Day was in these comments right here, then we'll give you a free month of Dogs HQ Premium. Uh, they listed the attendance today. Well, they don't. They actually didn't limit. Didn't list attendance today. Obviously, 93K Day was in 2016. That was the most. Um, all right, Christopher Thomas. What's the purpose of a kid enrolling early if he does not get a little more time in the spring game? Talking about Gunner Stockton. You know, Chris, I think when it comes to Gunner and when it comes to what Georgia's coaches wanted to accomplish in this spring game, I think, like Kirby said, he doesn't look at the stats of the spring game. He looks at the decision-making. And I think they really wanted to get a grasp of uh, Beck's decision-making. I think it is a clear number two for Beck right now. He's clearly Georgia's second-string quarterback as of today, April 16th, 2022. Uh, beyond that, it's clearly Brock Vandegrift. 
you know, I think Gunner probably learned a lot as an early enrollee, but I think what Georgia's coaches want to see from practice number 15, they want to see what separates their number one from their number two and their number two from their number three. And when it comes to decision-making, I don't know how how much of a microscope they have Gunner Stockton under right now because they don't expect him to have to be the guy. And if he proves himself to be the guy, then that's great. But I think if Gunner Stockton has to be the guy for Georgia in 2022, then something's probably gone wrong for the dogs. So I don't think it's a you know a disrespect thing. I think it's a great it's a great thing for Gunner Stockton to enroll early. He gets to learn Todd Munkin's offense and gets to figure out what it's like to practice for the dogs and see what Kirby Smart expects of his team. All right, uh, the minute bell is up. Did anyone answer no? All right. 1941, Chuck, good guess, 1974, 1941, the first G-Day. Make sure no one got it in. Um, Take one more question if anyone has one. Probably going to wrap up. i got to get to writing up here in the press box. (laughs) Thanks for the thumbs up, Chris. I'm glad my, my answer sufficed. Uh, all right. I'll roll it. I'll wrap it with that. 1941, Georgia's first G-Day. And 80 G-Days later, if I'm doing my math, unless they skip some. They might have skipped some. Yeah, they skipped one for COVID. All right. All in all, black team wins. Uh, 26-23, Jared Zirkle, Jay-Z, game winner. The black album is complete hope you all had fun at g-day enjoy your springs enjoy your summers and let's do this again soon i can't wait for georgia against oregon and atlanta it's going to be here before we know it y'all have a great bulldog day